Hey, welcome back to another episode of Deepish. My name's Ross. I'm Matt. Dan. I'm Jamie. And we're excited to have you back on this episode. If you've been with us so far, or if it's your first time, welcome. And thanks for listening. This is going to be so great. Uh, we've done the full rotation, guys, just so everyone knows. We have enough episodes online now that we're here and going back to the rotation. So it's kind of like that batting order. We're in like baseball season, too, so it makes sense, right? The, the postseason. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I guess uh, we're so out of order, though, aren't we, though? We are. Yeah, we are. We True. We're, just, we're, gonna, we're switching it up. And then we're and switching then we it up. Like, yeah. We are like, Jamie has got to be the top of the batting order here. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's He's like the worst the, the for hitter. first type. It, it's right. like, yeah. Um, yeah. Second is no, the best. Actually, Third is the nerd hitting. of the whole U.S. Right. I just wow. do the running thing. I'm the runner. Will they sub the runner in? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people that have listened to our podcast so far said they love the leather one. So mm-hmm. Christopher saying, Leather. Christopher Leather. Christopher Leather. <laughs> All right. Anyways, well, today's episode is going to be brought to you by Jamie. Uh, Jamie has our deepest topic for this episode and just so you know if you're uh new this podcast is all about talking about things in a deepish way we just kind of open up topics and each think and talk about them so jamie why don't you introduce us to the topic for yeah. this episode and we'll jump right in we'll do yeah so i was uh doing some reading recently about uh actually i was talking about uh i was reading about cars being made in the u.s and u.s uh automakers versus foreign automakers and so on and so forth. And it got me down a little bit of a Wikipedia rabbit hole uh, about things being made in the USA in general and what that actually means. And honestly, how, uh, how that, that kind of title of made in the USA really influences our buying here in the U S. So I just want to talk a little bit about that and, uh, and see what your all's experience has been with that. So, just like I have some prompts just to help guide our conversation a little bit. And I think maybe the first is just what, what does it mean to you guys to, you know, when, when you see something that's made in the USA, I mean, as simple as it seems, what does that actually mean? I think it to be fully made hundred percent. Like the if, parts, if, pieces, everything fabricated yeah, everything. in the US. Yeah. Yeah, if it's like it's made in the U.S., it's like a hundred percent of its process is made in the U.S. is done in the U.S. kind of deal. That's what I. Think. That's what I would prefer, but I think a lot of times it's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not it's here. it's global, it's global stuff, and then us then put together. Or, you know, I will say sometimes I don't like when it just says designed in the USA, mm-hmm. and then they use that as like a whatever it's like i get right. that but then it's yeah, manufactured I saw that overseas recent, i saw that recently with like a a rug company it was like you know 100 design in the usa uh distributed in the usa which was just a fancy way of saying i'm selling it to you in the usa but it's like all material from overseas manufactured and overseas and so on and so yeah. forth so isn't Matt, that what um talking... oh, sorry, oh sorry i was gonna say isn't that what apple products say don't, I think don't, so. Well, yeah, I think they say design in California or Cupertino or whatever. Yeah, and then, yeah, anyway, sorry. Matt, you, you were say? talking about this when you were talking about leather the other day. You you were talking about, I feel like you didn't say made in the USA. You referred to it in some other way. But, like, when you're talking about leather that's sourced from the U.S., like, this is a stupid question, but does that mean the cow is in the U.S.? Or does that mean the leather was treated and 
prepared and so on and so forth in the U.S. Yeah, I don't exactly know where the hide comes from, but I'm sure they would tell us. But I'm assuming because there's so much meat, like, you know, the after whatever it's called, I can't think of the term right now, but the byproduct of our meat industry would Mm -hmm. be leather hides. Right. So I'm assuming it, it would make sense to not import things because you it's there's tons of cattle here. Right. Yeah. I think it has to be born in the USA in order to be, you know, to fit that. Right. Mm. That takes us to our first break. Dun, na, 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 na. No, no, no. <laughs> Pretty sure we're about in to the get USA. No, Is this yeah, Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, that's just a cover. Owe, owe royalties. Just, <laughs> yeah, lawyers okay. out there. It's just a cover. Okay. So, so interestingly, I mean, this makes sense, but you know, the so the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, has rules and requirements around what it can be called made in the USA. Um, and there's actually requirements for, that's why you see made in China stickers on everything or made in Mexico or whatever it may be. There's requirements on imports that, you know, there's a label indicating where things are made. So for things to be made in the USA, the FTC literally says things must be all or virtually all made within the USA, which is not very clear. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to. It, yeah. It's like assembling versus like fabricating the right. actual parts. Right. And because right. obviously, you know, there are certain things that can't be made, you know, it can't be completely fabricated in the USA. You know, if there are materials that have to come from other countries or things like that. And so, yeah, to your point, where do you draw the line? Is it right. like if you have a wood desk, does the wood have to come from the USA or right. can you import the wood and craft the desk in the United States and then it's made? in the u.s i think it ultimately comes down to quality control like it's not the end of the world you know it's somewhere else we just have bad experiences with things made overseas a lot of times and at the same time you you might be talking about a certain region of areas where it's like get something from germany where it's usually overly engineered you're usually happy with it or something like that so i don't know yeah i think it's interesting i mean the thing you're you're talking about right there matt is like a deeply ingrained thing for Americans that if it's made in the U S it's better, um, better quality, better, you know, standards or whatever it may be. And like we've seen, but there's obviously things that are manufactured elsewhere due to cost, but there's also things that are manufactured elsewhere due to higher standards and higher quality. And so, you know, it's, it's this weird thing. And, and Dan, you just said, where's the line? You asked that question. And I was reading this one article the New York Times, and I'll just, I have a little quote that, from it that I thought was interesting. It said, the line between imported and American-made has slowly disappeared to the point of near invisibility in the past half century. Thanks to free trade, products are no longer made in one country and sold in another, but are rather made in the world. That was by this guy, Robert Lawrence. And I mean, it's, to, a, to an extent, it's kind of obvious. You know, go back to Apple. This is, these are American products sold by an American company, but how much of it is actually made in America? Very little. Maybe, I mean, it's obviously designed and sold in the U.S., but most of it is manufactured overseas. Most of it is assembled overseas. And yet it's still, in a way, an American product. Mm. You are, you are, if you buy an iPhone in Australia, you're, you're importing it from the U.S., you know, 
not to not to go down the conspiracy trail here a little bit, but <laughs> wouldn't you say, and maybe I am, wouldn't you say that a lot of companies want it to be that way? Because they for, for Americans at least, for United States, you know, specifically. Like because we have such a high pride in our country and its things, you know? So like wouldn't you say that like that vague is kind of like a product of probably what business people want to happen does that make sense you mean because the, they it, want us it's to, kind so, of a it's a pitch it's a it's a marketing ploy to say made made in the usa or have it yeah. be an american design american product designed in california whatever that you mean that that being a kind of vague directional yeah, yeah, thing yeah. and not not truly accurate and precise like iphone for example I, I bet, I bet, I bet at least seven out of 10 people, if you say, hey, was your phone made in the United States? They would be like, yeah. And maybe not really know if it was ever exported to be made. Right. And then exported, then imported. Like it's, they'd have to go through both. So it's like, like that's the vagueness. And they would have pride in that and be like, yeah, this is, Amer- this is America, the iPhone, which it is like it, the concept and, Obviously, design is all like America. Like we created that, like America. I'm saying we is in that United States, but it's like so clearly touched by so much more than actually the United States when it comes to its production and the actual quality of the phone. I mean, the quality and concept is here, but actually delivering it is elsewhere. And then back to us. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. That vagueness, I feel like, is appealing. You know. Well, it's definitely. I think it's definitely. It is a marketing ploy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the the made in USA thing, even though it's governed by the FTC, it's like it's absolutely I mean, I, I was I read an article that said that sixty uh, percent of customers would pay more for made in America products. So like you you know, and then and another one that just said that when when people are more likely to buy made in America products, and then they're willing to pay more for those exact same products. So it's definitely, maybe that's just an American thing that it's been kind of ingrained in us. For, I mean, I think back to my grandparents and my parents, I mean, uh, less so with my parents, but with my grandparents, I mean, they would never buy anything other than Dodge, Ford, GM. It doesn't matter if Consumer Reports says that they are subpar compared to Honda or to- Toyota. Uh, but they would never buy it because it's just not in their mind. It's not American to buy uh, a, an imported car, you know? Well, yeah. So let's go back to the car though. So I feel, so my, I guess it's like, it's way harder though to like see a car as potentially American and made when it's not, well, I don't know. Toyota does a pretty good job. So never mind. Well, so actually, I mean, that's this is well, a good that, part of what I wanted to talk about was actually cars because I think that's yeah. just a really good example of something that is truly global um, anymore because of how complicated they are. So, I mean, when you think of American-made cars, what do you think of? What are some of the, the brands that come to mind? Ford, Ford, Chevy, Dodge, yeah, Chevy, General Motors, yeah. you know, those kinds of things, and. Um, Tesla, you know, I yeah, think American, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, for so yeah, many same. others over the years, too, mm-hmm. that are just gone. 
yeah. So let's, let's look at this year alone. So what if you had to guess the top three, top five American cars, actual models now, not just brands? What would you say? Ford Wait, F- so American, American designed or purchased? American, American made, just American by made any by any company, American or not. Well, no, no. I, wait, what? No, are you asking? Well, just an, answer, I would, I would say, however you answer that question, answer it. Like, like any company, not just American made. Hmm. Well, this is <laughs> well, this that's is what it will change my answer. It'll this is the complexity, answer. right? So, like, yeah, interesting. I think I know what it, you're when, saying. You're saying when you think about any, the most American made vehicles. What do you think of at this point? Ford F one fifty. Yeah, Ford F one fifty, Chevy Silverado. Jeeps or does that count? Yeah, Jeeps are American. Know. They're a Chrysler yeah, University. Yeah, um, so I mean, this might be stepping on your topic a little bit, but I I feel like um like a Camry actually, like a Toyota Camry might be a big one because I know Toyota made some huge investments in American manufacturing infrastructure. Yeah. Um. And I don't know, but I would think that Honda might have as well. Um, Kia's made here too. I don't know about that. I don't know about Kia. So they're Korean, but they're I think they have plants here, don't they? They are Korean, Maybe. and I'm not totally sure whether they have plants here. But mm. yeah, I mean, I think that it's really interesting. So what you're touching on here, you've you've already kind of alluded to the fact that just because it's a foreign company doesn't mean that it's not kind of an American made car. And there's actually some, uh, so, so I don't, I don't remember which branch of government it might be the FTC. It might be something else, but they actually have some, uh, measures of various things that, you know, kind of feed into whether a car is considered uh, American or not. So some of those things are the location of the final assembly. So where does, where's the vehicle assembled? Uh, the percentage of us parts, um, the countries of origins for all the available engines for a given, you know, model and the same thing for transmissions. And then finally, uh, what percentage of the, the workforce is us from a manufacturing perspective. So they look mm-hmm. at those things and then they rank these cars and there's this company uh, cars.com obviously, um, has done this study every year and dan i think it was back in 18 or 19 the camry was the most american car interesting uh, okay when you factored in all, all those things now with tesla being so you know prevalent the top two so it's tesla model y is the num is the most american made car model three is wow. right behind it then the lincoln corsair which lincoln is ford right so it makes sense number four though honda passport Oh, number f- oh. number five, Tesla Model X, Tesla Model S, right behind it, Jeep Cherokee, then the Honda Ridgeline, Honda Odyssey, Honda Pilot, Honda. <laughs> so on and so wow. Uh, number okay. eleven. I'm, I'm just going to twelve here. Number eleven is the Corvette. Number twelve is the GMC Canyon. So like some not wow. surprising vehicles there, but mm-hmm. Hondas like just crazy yeah. in that mm-hmm. you know. But you know, you look at the F one fifty it kind of loses that now because a lot of it is made in Mexico now and, okay. um, oh, yeah. and, and Canada actually a lot is made in Canada for across the GM stuff. I mean, you know, Detroit being right there, they have, um, you know, plants right across. And so it's just, it's really interesting to kind of see that and to, 
you know, challenge what you think about as being American made. Yeah. Um, yeah, good. No, I just had a question. So do you have the list or what are there any from concept to completion, including parts like a hundred percent? Are there any, is there any vehicle as Tesla? Okay. I was wondering, but but even they, even they get parts from, from overseas. So So stuff has to be made. Like there are certain elements that basically maybe some country's good at making. Is that that what happens? We just don't make. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And some of it's resources, you know, you're going to manufacture certain things locally near where the resources are, are, are mined or, or found, you know? And I mean, too, like, I mean, the, where they're making them, yeah, it's all about, like, profit margin, things like that. Like, you know, if you need, like, say, some part that you don't have the tools to make, you'd be assembling, like, a machine to make it or whatever, or people to yeah. make it, and that takes money, and then the tools to make Man. it, and then the Well, you think about, too, make. like, some of the parts that are not significantly complex or have sort of a moderate level of complexity it probably just doesn't financially make sense because, you know, let's be honest, there are other countries that have much lower labor costs than the United yeah. States. So yeah. if you were to make headlights or some, you know, some part like that for a car in the United States, it would be probably way more specific. And I just am not convinced that the quality could would be that much higher than what they're able yeah. to produce, you know, to totally. a specification for less money overseas somewhere. So I'm sure there are pieces that it makes sense to kind of walk that line with, but I think there's probably a lot of parts that it's just not a sort of a viable business opportunity to spin up a headlight making plant in the United States just so that it can be American made. You can imagine sourcing all of that for a car. Yeah. Just imagine sourcing everything. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, every little piece and little thing. I I thought it was interesting. So, you know, so I used to work for a small pharmacy company and a lot of things I learned there was just how global the pharmaceutical industry is and how Mm -hmm. even though there's, I mean, a lot of the um, innovation in in the drug space is done in the U.S., most of the manufacturing is global and done in the same you know six or seven places and literally the exact same drugs are you know made in turkey and then sold and distributed throughout europe and in the u.s and in china and and uh in mexico and everywhere else for crazy different prices and i think as americans we've we've come to think well, I can't, I, I'm not going to get the same drug overseas when I'm traveling or when I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to look at shipping something in because it's completely different. I'm going to get the the American version of this drug. And it's like, it's the exact same drug. It's if you, in fact, we, we had this one case where we were looking at uh, two drugs that were manufactured side by side in the same exact place. And then one sh- was shipped to Scandinavia and one was shipped to the US. Lot number on the drug was like, you know, one increment off. <laughs> it's just, it's really interesting how global we've become. And, and I think how as Americans, we are still very obviously American focused. We have this American centric 
perspective, if it's not for us by us, then it's not for us, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Do you think that yeah. on that note, do you think some of that though is sort of the history of it being, you know, at one time, I think the majority of the materials and the things that consumers consumed were made in the United States because the, you know, technology hadn't advanced as, as fast to make, you know, things so available. So, you know, most of the time you went to your local hardware store and somebody local was making tools or goods or, you know, things like that within the United States. And then, you know, at some point with the kind of globalization of economy, those same things started to be produced elsewhere for cheaper and imported and to undercut the price. And, you know, I think that maybe contributes, I think, to sort of the old adage of, as an example, and I'm just, you know, I don't mean anything specific by it, but it's a Chinese knockoff or it's a, a foreign knockoff yeah. of a, of an American product. And, you know, that sort of idea creeping in of it's a lower quality. They just mm -hmm. made something that would be 75% as good for 50% of the cost. Mm. And yeah, I mean, know, it, it, it used to be, I could undercut you if I wanted to, if we were two competing businesses and, and maybe somebody a couple hours away could undercut me, but that was it. That's the extent mm -hmm. of the competition. And now literally, you know, I'm, you're competing with people all the way around the world. Um, right. And, you know, you go on, on, I mean, I remember I bought something on Amazon that shipped to me. It was longer than normal. And I was, I found that a little bit surprising, but it, it came to me from Hong Kong. And I was like, why in the world? Like, why is that happening? Cause this exact same product, it was, it was <laughs> face wash. It's the same face wash that I buy at like the grocery store down the street, but I organized Amazon. It was, it took 10 days to get to me and it came in and it showed that it had gone through customs and everything. I'm like what, what's happening? You know, so, how much was it? It was the same price as if I had just gone and bought it in the store. Honestly, it was, that doesn't dude, make they got ripped off. What's your face wash? Custom fees are probably just as much as the bottle. I know. Seriously. <laughs> There's this one guy in Hong Kong that is like, Dang it, Jimmy! Why did you put this bottle on the internet again? We, we, to keep our reviews up, we have to ship it to the James Wamsley. Oh, just kidding! It was you know, probably like hey, totally messed up me, your name. Just like put this, this is it. Pantene Pro V in this fake face wash <laughs> yeah, bottle and ship it out. Yeah, this clear cell needs to go overseas to Delaware County, Pennsylvania. I don't. That's um, not where I live. That's not. That's no, not. but you know, probably what it was is they already they already had like a freighter coming over here. So they were right. like, you know what? We're just going to we'll throw, throw it on. Yeah. It's like a, throw, it's throw like a free ride. On yeah. <laughs> oh, Dan, I like to picture it more as like, they had a special ops mission. Mm -hmm. uh, and they said, right. Hey, radio to ghost. Can you, can you ship <laughs> that? Yeah. Let's put that in your backpack. It's going to yeah. so Sir for Jamie. Our, li our listeners who, can't see ross he's doing some really stupid hand motions right now well they're i think they're <laughs> they're tactical yeah those are tactical uh hey. hand motions so tactical. for silent communication <laughs> yeah yeah um, hotel foxtrot echo yeah engage that's what ross is that's what his hand just said <laughs> so okay so back to back to cars real quick um so we talked about what what some of the most american cars are 
what are in your mind and maybe you'll be a little a little poisoned now since we've talked about it but what are some of the least american made cars in your mind Escalade. What are the car that you like <laughs> that little thing the honda del, the, the honda del no, soul yeah there's no general american sized person that can fit in that so <laughs> we know it's got to be for some culture that's a bit smaller well, somewhere that, else that right is, that is i think that's more of a problem for americans <laughs> oh it totally is i'm not saying it's not but okay, they have but, an average size in mind the, but you said okay um, Dan, you said cadillac i i don't know why that's the first thing that popped in my head isn't that american well it's an american company but that doesn't Ooh, mean it's made i'm here. gonna say jaguar well definitely jaguar. Ja- jags a British company, I think. Um, so yeah. and and the cars are definitely manufactured overseas. What about Volkswagen? And I, I guess maybe German. Let me, I think. Yeah, let me clarify. BMW. Before you guys start listing <laughs> a whole bunch of imports, okay? <laughs> so, I should have clarified what Mercedes I meant. What I meant was. <laughs> Wait, is Lamborghini? You guys are listing. By the way, no, you guys. Yes, okay, okay. you're listing. Hundred percent Lamborghini. It's Italian. You're, you're listing literal. Is imports, it really, guys? <laughs> Dude, Dan knows a lo- Dan knows a lot about doing? cars. Lamborghini is the most That's Italian the word I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, well, Lamborghini and Ferrari were like originally made by I don't know if it was like friends or brothers, but they like worked together and they split off because they had a dispute and started making kind of competing. Dan watched. Is that from that movie? Are you just? Are you? Is that that movie? Ford yeah, is there a movie on that? That's what Dan watched. <laughs> You they know just what? Watch that movie tonight. I, uh, spoiler I, alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! So I haven't seen that movie, but I have seen the preview. <laughs> so spoiler didn't, alert! Ferraris imported. <laughs> didn't didn't Ford buy so Land Cruiser? Knows. Ford bought Land Cruiser, so that's on the list. I don't think that's true. I think they did. Let's look it up. Interesting. Land Cruiser okay, is Toyota. As, as Jamie goes mean, the info overload here, let's I think of like Lamborghini um, brought Land Cruiser. Hold on, I, guys, no. you guys are all over the place. Land Cruiser is owned by Toyota. Land Rover is a separate uh, company, no. which that's is what I Range meant. Rover. I think that's like Mini, maybe. No, let's go back to the uh, question though. What you're saying? Fiat, hundred <laughs> percent. Guys, yeah, but Fiat no, was no, owned. No. <laughs> Fiat, who does Fiat own though? They Fiat, they bought Jeep, Chrysler, Jeep, Chrysler. Uh, dodge wait so does that make jeep yeah, important Je- now well no okay so that's the, that's the thing about this guys like these companies are multinational companies that's what I, that's the okay. thing that i've like learned uh, through reading okay. this so it's like uh, it's not even about ownership anymore it's about like where where this where the stuff is manufactured where this where the the uh parts originate etc so obviously we can we talked about a couple imports earlier we talked about honda Back in the 90s, everything would have been imported. My little Del Sol was probably imported, manufactured mm. elsewhere, imported here. But now, you know, of the top 12 most American cars, like half of them are Honda. So, but anyways, like Jag is definitely, you know, 100% imported. But the the least American made cars, which I thought were kind of interesting, the Ford Maverick, which is that new small pickup, is almost mm. is is made in Mexico. The Maki, which is that Mustang electric mu- Mustang, uh, is also made in Mexico. Most really? Buicks makes this, sense. This was the most interesting one to me. Buick is GM, right? Most Buicks are imported from China and Korea now. 
almost all of them are made in China and Korea and imported here. Wow. Uh, Dodge Challenger and Charger are made in Canada. And then obviously the parent company of Dodge Chrysler and Jeep is not, not an American company. So it's just mm. really interesting. interesting. You know, I just recently found out or realized that Buick is a luxury brand. I never, is it? isn't it though? I, I mean, I kind don't know. Isn't it I, supposed I, to be like in that yeah. kind of tier of like, like luxurious? Like I, I think so. I, I'm pretty I sure know. it is. Cadillac well, is GM and that's definitely a luxury brand. I don't think Buick's in that same. I think I know what you're saying, Dan, but I think it's like a self-proclaimed thing. <laughs> like Lincoln, right? Oh. No, no, I, no, no, truly though. I think they may self-proclaim that and it's kind of like, you know, some old Android phone being like, we're a triple A. Yeah, nice maybe you're right. Phone. I'm just saying, I, I'm not, I, I think, actually, the more I think about it, I think you're kind of right. It's like supposed to be, but I don't know. Are all Buick's our reactions, I feel like. Yeah, I, I'm also in this moment realizing I might have been confusing Buick and Lincoln. Lincoln is definitely. Oh, Lincoln definitely is. Yeah, in t- intended to be. I mean, it definitely sells, you know, Lincoln Navigator. Um, but now that I think about it, Dan, I think you're kind of right. That No, I'm not. I think. I think. It's they're trying to be. I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say. Are you? <laughs> Let me think. I think, again. I think they, that, no, no, no. They think it's like Buick is like a think. company, and they do like cars. I think I broke Ross. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I th- I think that when what? they do commercials and stuff, I think they think that we think that. <laughs> no, you're... stop, stop it, Joe. Stop it. No, but seriously, I think. <laughs> I cannot say think. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm gonna redact think the whole time, and you guys will just get it. So I that Feel. they <laughs> they want us to know. <laughs> they want us to know to think that they are a, a yes, a yes, luxury. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. You did gotcha. break me. Wow. <laughs> So wait, I haven't been able to not say something in a long time. So back to <laughs> back crazy. to Land Rover, not Land Cruiser. Land Rover is owned by Jag, um, uh, and actually they are owned by an Indian company called Tata called Motors. Ford. Tata uh, Motors, yeah. Tata, Tata, uh, yeah. They're massive. What a terrible Indian. name, dude. That sounds so fake. It's got to be real. Jeez, <laughs> hmm. um, crazy. Yeah, so it's just I, I just feel like it's it's really interesting, and I mean I think it's changing as you know the generations change. Like I think most most people our age are comfortable driving, obviously like Hondas and Toyotas, and maybe even more comfortable. I mean I I know I will I'm a pretty I'm a loyalist to Toyota for sure. I mean I've had a Jeep, I've had American made cars, but um you know just something you felt like you were cheating yeah <laughs> I felt like I was cheating. <laughs> on toyota <laughs> um yeah but it's it's just very interesting how yeah so anyways my point being like you know as as we go on i think i think most people are more comfortable with that but like definitely just a generation ago more people were would always think I need to go American. And and it was it was more of a philosophical thing, right? And and i think there's there still is that obviously one of trump's big uh, talking points was about bringing manufacturing jobs back to America and and built making things again in America. And there's 
value to that economically that I can't even begin to understand. Um, I don't understand the impacts of, you know, moving jobs over. I mean, I can, I can understand the impact of moving jobs overseas, but I can't understand the economic, you know, pluses or minuses uh, for globalized manufacturing versus local U.S. manufacturing. But definitely, um, you know, it, it it impacts our buying habits here in the U.S. for sure, across the board. So you're yeah. saying Trump was on the side of making things great in America. Nope, not. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Again? Maybe? I'm not com- <laughs> just kidding. Commenting. It was a complete joke. Odd. The way you said it, I was like, he's into making things back to great. Making um, things in America again. I think. Great again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, making things. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's good insight. That's interesting. I haven't thought about that a lot with cars. I felt like they were more black and white than they were. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wow. I, we're Toyota faithful too. Like both of our cars are Toyotas because they last forever. Mm. So mm. I'm like, hmm. Now well, I'm going to look at it differently. So one of the things like, that where is does interesting, this actually come from? When I looked at this, so I drive a Forerunner, and I, you know, Forerunners are, I would say, you know, they're they're in that um, off-road overlanding culture a lot, and so people who drive them tend to be people who are by American outside of maybe their forerunner. Um back into spots, and, things like that. And, yeah. And and <laughs> wait, what did you just say? <laughs> I just said yeah blindly. I didn't hear what you said at all. No, just keep back going into spots. Yeah. <laughs> like back into they, they tend to be people who <clears throat> back into spots and whatever. <laughs> you know, but these are Sorry also people that going. probably test drove a Tacoma and were interested in buying a Tacoma. So these two vehicles like if you look at the Toyota lineup, you've got Sequoias and Tundras, right? Sequoia is the biggest SUV. Tundra is the biggest truck. They're built on the exact same platform. They're manufactured in in a in the I believe in the same area, same place. Um, Tacoma Forerunner built on a similar platform, but the Tacomas are almost completely assembled and made in the U.S. Forerunners are one hundred percent imported from Japan, Com- completely assembled and manufactured in Japan. And then imported to the U.S. And it's just really, really interesting that like these two vehicles would share pretty much the exact same, you know, uh, what do they call that? Chassis. No, the specification. No, what's the name? Parts. <laughs> not the name. Not Brand. Or a goal. Toyota. They want to wheels sell. platform. Oh, got it. Um, they share the exact same platform, and <laughs> and is that yeah, like a chassis? Is that the same brand? It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, yeah. I have I have one last question, and then we can talk about whatever you people want to talk about. Um, what would you, if you had to guess, what the top ten kind of American-made things are that are exported globally? What would you say they are? Corn. Ooh. Good question. Uh, Toilet paper. Is it, wait, is it agriculture included? Yes, yeah, so I would say these are slightly higher level categories. So then, like toilet paper, um, for example. Mm. Um, what do we make a lot of here? It's like, yeah, never mind. Um, I don't know why it's in my brain, but I'm going to say steel. 
even though I feel like it might not be true, but I'm going to say steel. Um, I think it's partially true. Hmm. Pencils. <laughs> it could be pencils. <laughs> that's a pretty high level like... category. <laughs> we could really deep dig down deep you into that category. I wonder if it's something like Ticonderosa like, or whatever. Like it's consumer, like toys or something. Mm. Nope, it's like toys. So I, I was in, really interested in this. So uh, interested by these results. So this was from 2021. Um, the number one category is pharmaceuticals. Frick, oh, you know, I was going to really? say pharmaceuticals, and then you had your thing where you were right. like globalization, I and I was so I was like, oh, so maybe it's not that. Yeah, and I, number yeah, two my, is pencils. My comment, yeah, you're totally right. Actually, that kind of contradicts what I was saying before, but that it apparently we export a ton. Um, and actually, it was interesting because it was pharmaceutical preparation, so it's the it's a lot of the ingredients that go into pharmaceuticals. I think. Oh, okay. Right? Like gotcha. corn, things like that. Yeah, I like corn. And pencils. <laughs> Corn. Um, I don't know if you get the real corn kid. Um, crude oil is number two. Oh, gotcha. I should have thought of that. We export that. Yeah, yeah. The crap are we? We're the top. (laughs) This is the top export under the industrial supplies and materials category. Wow. Uh, I'll just read through the rest of these real quick. Yeah. Um, a couple more surprises in here, in my opinion. Industrial machines. Mm. You know. So. Supporting various manufacturing things, semi in industry probably, yeah, and machines that are used in industrially, industry. yeah, yeah, semiconductors, which I thought was interesting because uh, I would not have expected that we make a lot of those petroleum products, passenger cars, new and used, huh. other parts and accessories of vehicles, plastic materials, uh, electric, <laughs> electric apparatus. <laughs> And medical equipment. <laughs> These are the top ten. Electris apparatus. And seventeen and a half percent, which is this is the largest category of our exports, go to what country? China. China. Mexico. Canada. Really? Wow, Mexico's so Mexico's number uh number two at fifteen point eight percent. So just really interesting. I there's so much going on. You know, mm-hmm. that I that I just am not even aware of that, you know, things moving around uh, such a such a global thing. So that's a, yeah, so not steel, not steel. So I don't know. It's a huge whiff and <laughs> not pencils. Not apparently. Pencils. Yeah. Um, sorry, Matt. Sheesh. <laughs> that's like I have a huge amount of stock in pencils. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have a huge. He's, a, pen- he's a pencil pusher. That's <laughs> true. Um. Cool. Yeah, so that's that's, that's what I got. Crazy. Any anything else on this? You know, maybe just a comment. <clears throat> you know, living, I guess, where we do, and you know, the in where I do, in kind of the south, and there, there's a a lot of people here that I know in my life that are very they fit the mold of, you know, American made, only by American brand like American company brand cars. So like Chevy's, you know, stuff like that. Um, It would be really interesting to get their perspective on like how many Honda Mm. vehicles, you know, so getting, I mean, I've 
gotten snide comments from people before for, um, you know, cars that I've driven in the past. I used to drive a Toyota Camry. Um, Trader. You know, it's, it's, I know. Um, it was a really fantastic car, though. So, mm-hmm. um, all that to say, it it is a really interesting kind of sentiment and mentality that people. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't. I know. <laughs> I can't keep going. <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to explain what just happened just in case we find that it's worth keeping in but like so we record this thing that via so for those listening we record this this podcast via a a like video conferencing platform and Ross just disappeared I have in no the middle of what Dan's conversation and then reappeared which is not in and of itself that funny but it was just too hard to move well and i didn't know if i should just keep going or if i should stop and acknowledge what happened and ross came back i was like sort of frozen like yeah Yeah, you guys did great i have no clue what happened but i'm back and we hope that it is all captured Mm. in in a cloud somewhere there's recording the whole time yeah good there's no clouds here but hopefully tomorrow cloud comes over and it'll connect and get up yeah zoom, zoom. <laughs> um sorry about that yeah i don't so, know what happened i didn't even yeah. use internet at all so i don't know no all good oh, well. yeah, that was funny <laughs> um i, I don't 100 percent remember the point that i was getting towards um but it, it would be interesting i i think what you were trying to say was be interesting to talk to these kind of staunch uh mm. american-made buyers and say did you know that you you are really supporting more of a global manufacturing you know approach when you're buying a Ford F one fifty than when you're buying yeah a Honda Ridgeline for example right yeah. and I think you know based on the conversation we've had and and just perspective as a run of the mill consumer I have not generally viewed cars that are made overseas is inferior or really had an expectation that American brands are making their cars solely in the U S I mean, I, I think that the regulation, you know, around vehicles and stuff like that is pretty high broadly. So I'm would be one that's more of a fan of, I would just like the cheapest vehicle. I would like you to make this quality vehicle for as little as possible, wherever you need to do that is fine with me. Others would probably disagree with that based on things. I mean, it, I don't, yeah, but it is what it is. Just my perspective, but you know, but it, it is interesting to kind of get the, that feedback and, and it, mm. I don't think it's solely people, you know, that kind of grew up with that maybe that are stuck in their ways. I really think there was probably a point in time where, those other vehicles that were not American made were lower yeah. quality yeah. and they were being made for cheap and, and it was showing. And so there was this double down on kind of, well, if it's made in America, you know what you're getting. And it, it kind of created that. Like I said, I don't necessarily think that exists anymore with cars, but I, I do think it exists with some products. Sure. And I don't know if that's just because the pendulum has just swung back the other way where 
you know, products that were made elsewhere that are not, that are just normal quality. And now people are just making like crazy high quality stuff in America and then mm-hmm. trying to set that as the standard as American made. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but it does remind me of, um, I mean, everybody gets on like stupid YouTube, like rabbit trails sometimes. Right. So What's there's that? this one YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's American. Um, no, it's an American software. It's made in America, oh, okay. um, but it hosts content from all over. Um, <clears throat> you guys know what a Microsoft? hydraulic press is? Yes. <laughs> so have you ever seen these videos of like people that just take these crazy hydraulic presses oh, yeah. and they just crush stuff? Mm-hmm. It yeah. is, I don't know, like kind of mesmerizing a little bit. <clears throat> um, but some that you come across that are like super interesting is still like, crush hammers or like something stupid like that but they'll have like a bunch of different brands and they'll get like a really cheap you know import kind of hammer that's like the cheapest thing you can find on amazon or whatever and then they'll get high quality brands and what's really interesting is sometimes they'll pull out and say this is like a 1950 craftsman hammer Mm. or something like that oh interesting and it's impressive because just going to admit, I've probably watched too many of these hydraulic press videos. Um, but it's impressive how many times that like the older stuff actually stands up better. Yeah. And, you know, depending on the material, it, it could just be that it was cast differently than they make hammers now or something like that. But across a bunch of different products, it just seems like relatively consistently, the older products seem to hold up better. So, I'm not saying it's very anecdotal. So I'm not saying like there's your proof that things are made really crappy now and they didn't used to be, but I think it feeds into this conversation is all I'm saying where I Mm -hmm. I think maybe people feel like we went from having a certain quality of product, that quality diminished in order to bring products for cheaper or for the same cost and to produce them cheaper. And the pendulum has now swung back to American made means a lot of care, a lot of quality, more so than you would get through manufacturing yeah. traditionally, I think. Um, and I, I do think there is I, this, people pay for it. They, they do, they will. And I also think, you know, again, without really understanding the, the kind of macroeconomic impacts of manufacturing in the U.S. versus overseas, there just seems to be a very logical you you make it in the US you're hiring americans to do the work there's value pride of kind of 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 craft and and so on and so forth and i think it's great i mean like i have these guitars hanging behind me and i have american made guitars two of them here and a a korean made guitar all of them are great quality but there's just something about knowing that that guitar was manufactured by people working living in this country whether or not they were you know uh they were born here or whatever but they are contributing to this this country and this society and it's just i don't know it's different for sure yeah it's familiar and to dan's point they're all good quality you know but only a certain one of them would stand out to a press on youtube so (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. you know, I, and I, I would put, love to put. Yeah, if I put that Korean guitar under that press, yeah. it would break. And if I put that American guitar under that press, it would also break. Yeah, <laughs> don't make them like that's a good example though, Dan. That's true. It's true. Cool. Mm. That's all we got. Great topic, dude. That was a good topic. That yeah, that kept us talking a lot. That was in the the import conversation was hilarious. <laughs> you ask a question you're like no stop stop you're yeah, just naming him for the car <laughs> you didn't listen <laughs> i go down the line of like every import we the, can think of the question clearly but cool well i think that's it for the episode any last words before we we sign off fiat mm. pirelli mm. yeah um America. Peanut. <laughs> See, can you repeat the word? Peanut. Over time? Peanuts are made in America. Oh, peanut. Peanut is my final I word. like that. Thank you. All right. Just so you know, the next episode you hear that will be out will be some of our hot topics. So stay tuned for that one. But until next time, my name's Ross. I'm Matt. Dan. Jamie. See you in the next one. Peace.